evening denizens of internet wonderland. It's time once again to kick back, relax, and listen to the soothing sounds of the melodious cat streaming through your airways. As we veer once again down the rabbit hole, is finding you well this evening. Welcome back to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me on my small little corner of Internet Wonderland by clicking a like on my Facebook group page, Cheshire's Place, A Looking Glass into Logical Madness. You can always listen to this podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcast. Apple Podcast, and many other platforms. And if you ever feel like dropping a line saying hi or giving any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming episodes, feel free to email me at cheshirelookingglass at gmail.com or follow me at Place Cheshire on Twitter. Sorry, for a minute there, I almost messed up my own intro, but it does happen once in a while. Now, Cutting to the chase of tonight, we are discussing dating and relationships. This is part one of a series of three. Now, when I decided to venture on this, and I know it's pretty repetitive of individuals talking about dating and relationships. You hear it on other podcasts, you see it on social media, you see it in different talk shows, but... There are many different opinions relating to dating. You know, which is better, traditional or modern? How do you go to a first date? What are the do's? What are the don'ts? So I wanted to cover that during this first segment. And I figured instead of me rambling on about it, I would make a call to a special friend of mine and... You know her from her interview from last week. She is the author of Chosen, book one of the Chosen Saga. That is right, I am talking about Miss Lara Thomas. She joined me again on Skype for this interview, so you'll be able to hear the entire interview in its entirety. Yes, I know that's a lot of entires, but you'll be able to listen to everything that we discussed. Now, we do dive into a few do's and don'ts. We do have some unique stories relating to dating and relationships. And I hope that everyone enjoys this interview with Lara. Um, Also, just a heads up, the pre-sale for her book, once more, it's called Chosen Book One of the Chosen Saga, has kicked off this week. 
As of right now, it is on pre-sale for iBooks. Here pretty soon, she'll be trying to get it on Kindle. She'll be getting it on audiobook. So you'll be able to hear it on audible.com, hopefully here in the near future. Also, the hardback and paperback copies of her book will be coming out on August 29th. And she'll give us a little more information about how you can actually go for the pre-sale. Now, sit back, relax, listen to the melodious voice of this dapper cat, and enjoy this interview with Lara Thomas discussing dating and relationships. Good evening, Internet Wonderland. It's your wonderful, melodious one, Mr. Cheshire, back with you on a brand new episode. Now, this time we're going to be tackling dating and relationships, and I know it is relatively cliche to discuss dating and relationships on on the air somewhat, because there's a lot of people that cover it, there's a lot of formats that will discuss it. But I think tonight we're going to be spinning a little bit of logical madness with it. And with me, I have a very special surprise guest on this episode. And by now, you have already seen her beautiful face on my Facebook group page. You've heard her interview last week. And she is coming out with her book this month, Chosen. One of the Chosen Saga. So once more, I'd like to introduce Miss Lara Thomas. How you doing, Lara? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you once again for coming on here and soaring the digital airwaves with us. My pleasure. So, it's getting close to crunch time for your book, right? Yes, it is. And I'm so excited I can hardly sleep at night. (laughs) And I know that the last time that we spoke, you were waiting for the pre-sale date to hit. Can you give us an update on that? Yes, there is a pre-sale on iBooks. I linked the website for that in the last chat. So if you take a look at last week's interview, I linked that into that. So if you're following that, it's right there for you. And if not, you can also find it on LaraThomas.com and on my Facebook profile as well. Sounds good. And we're still expecting the hardcover to come out on the 29th of this month, correct? Yes, everything is as planned so far with my publisher. So hopefully it won't be delayed by anything and COVID won't attack that too. <laughs> Ooh, hopefully not. I mean, I understand that, you know, we're beginning to get spikes across the nation again, but mm-hmm. let's try to focus in on the positive that your book will come out. It'll be an excellent read and everyone will be able to enjoy it just as I did whenever you read your excerpt the last time you're on here. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited. I am too, and hopefully I do get my signed copy from you whenever it comes time. (laughs) You absolutely will. Sounds good to me. All right, so dating and relationships. I mean, there's different ways to think about this. I mean, you can be traditional 
you can be more modern about it. Um, first and foremost, what what is your opinion on dating and relationships overall? As in? Um, just let's compare it traditional versus modern forms of dating. Well, a lot of modern forms of dating is done over social media and match sites like match.com farmersonly.com where there's not a lot of interpersonal reaction or interaction at first you're just looking at a screen and you know swiping left or right and um you know not even really taking in that person's personality into accord or anything of that nature is mainly just physical attraction and working on a base for that. But with traditional, you kind of get to know that person a little bit better. And going into it, you know, when you ask that person out for a date, you kind of already know something about them, at least because you've had some sort of personal interaction with them. And the nerves, the whole clammy hands, the <laughs> shaking voice, um, <laughs> the fear of rejection. It's all there, but it leads up to so much greatness if the, if the date turns out and you end up staying together or end up having a fruitful relationship together. <clears throat> so I'm glad that you mentioned the butterflies and the nervousness because... <laughs> You know, that was that's part of the excitement of meeting someone new for the first time for a date. Absolutely. You know, it's that <clears throat> anticipation, the the feeling of not knowing what you're getting yourself into, but at the same time being excited about it. And I think that is what's missing with modern dating. I now, agree. You know, you know, part of me almost wish that we can take it back a little bit to the good old days of courting, where you meet a person and you communicate um, with them through letters prior to each date, just building up more the anticipation and getting to know each other more. Me too. I love the historical romances where the letters are shared between the two as they're courting one another. And then leading up to their first date and the gentleman asking her parents permission to court her and, and all of that is just so romantic. I know it has a very unique sensibility to it. You know, something that a lot can really enjoy, even in today's modern standards of dating. I mean, if you bring it back and make it a little more traditional you can find out a lot more about a person, well, in person, than just behind a screen. Right. So I do have to ask, what was your first date like with your husband? <laughs> it was not awkward at all. Um, I was nervous at first um, because I really didn't know much about him. I knew who his family was. And that's about it. But I really didn't know much about him going into it. So when he showed up to my house to get me, um, 
he opened the car door for me, which I thought was very gentlemanly and just so romantic and polite. Because I've never had anyone open a door for me before. You know, here I am thinking, I'm treated like a princess. I like this already. So, he opened the car door, helped me into his, into his, uh, his truck, and um, then we set off to our date. We went to a, let's see, it was a Chili's, and we just sat there and we're talking, and he found out who my dad was, and just went from there, just giggles and good times from then on, so that was history. <laughs> um, he pulled out chairs, opened doors, um, when we walked, he placed his hand on the small of my back. And led me like a gentleman would. Um, it was just the perfect date of what you feel like you would be courted in those times. Like the, the historical times that I referred to. It was just amazing being treated that special and with that amount of respect. See, that is absolutely amazing to hear. You know, it, it's that feeling of being treated not as an object but as a person and even you know it's one of those things that's definitely missing nowadays especially with um once more the the modern aesthetics of dating Mm -hmm. and frankly i blame uh, social media and um, bad rap music for it at times because (laughs) of the objectifying of relationships But, you know, that maybe I'm a little old-fashioned. I mean, I am pretty old in cat years, so, so everyone knows. Um, You're not far from me, sir. So, if there's any children listening out there, yes, Mr. Cheshire is extremely old, but there's a lot of wisdom in these whiskers of mine. So... I mean, you had a wonderful date with your husband or boyfriend during the time. I mean, it was a very fir- wonderful first date. Um, can you give us any um, memorable dates that you had? Hmm. I know this one's going to be kind of tricky. <laughs> um, we have a favorite Italian restaurant we like to go to. It's high class it's swanky um classical music playing um the waiters when they come by you know they're always professionally dressed they address you very professionally you um it's like an an actual evening out when you go it's not just like you're you're going to chilies or um, or even Outback. It's just a very high-class restaurant. And when we go, um, it's just every time is very memorable just because the atmosphere is so romantic. The candlelight, the atmosphere is darker and more romantic. Whenever you just walk in, it's just rustic Italian. It's just so amazing and romantic. Um, and if you, have you ever heard of the melting pot? Uh, yes, I have, actually. Fondue, yes. yes. I love I love the melting pot. We went there with a few friends. You know, we, it was actually a triple date for my birthday one year. And 
we just had the most fantastic time. Our waitress was hilarious. And we all just had a ball. See, now I want to be able to go someplace and have a melting pot. Because I am a sucker for good fondue. <laughs> Me too. We we are too. We, we love it. <laughs> all right. So... Here's the kicker about tonight's um, episode. We are going to compile a small list of do and do nots for first time dates. Now, this one's going to be tricky. Or it may be extremely simplistic. You never know. But I think we can put some good logical madness into this one so what do you think the first do on the list should be show one another respect don't treat your date like a wham bam thank you ma'am kind of thing i like that i like that so number one on the to-do list is go in with the sense of respect for your date. Right, and respect for yourself, too, because if you don't respect yourself, how can you expect your date to respect you? So that would actually link in with confidence as well. Absolutely. Because, you know, even though that a person can be nervous during a first date, you should be confident in yourself to be able to enjoy the moment for whatever it may come for. Absolutely. All right. So on the opposite side, what is the first don't of a first date? <laughs> don't compare your date to your exes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> You know, there's been quite a few times that I've had friends that would go on dates mm -hmm. and they would automatically compare the person that they're going to see to an ex or they would go in with low expectations because mm -hmm. of, of an ex. And it really ruins any opportunities. Absolutely, because you get that negativity in your mind and... That person will never be good enough because you're always going to compare them to someone else. And it just sets it off to a bad tone. I mean, you're comparing apples to grapefruits. I mean, not even apples to oranges. I mean, apples to grapefruits. Your ex is an ex for a reason. You've got this golden apple opportunity in front of you. And then you're going to spoil it by comparing them to an ex who was an ex for a reason. Exactly, exactly. All right, so Sometimes I think I have... Oh, no, no, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, and sometimes they're exes for multiple reasons. Yes, they are. And maybe one day we'll have to do like um, an, an um, episode about why an ex is an ex. I think so too. I think that'd be a great one. I think I might have to put that on the board. We might do it for this season. You never know. Well, might be I'm in. Sounds good to me. 
Actually, we may actually have to do it as a panel discussion because it because I think this is one where we can get multiple opinions for it. I think so too. That'd be a great idea. All right. So I have one for the do list. And this is one of the ones that I am a stickler for. And that's proper hygiene. <laughs> yes. Don't go into a date after you leave the gym without showering. Exactly. I mean, take the time, take care of yourself, make sure that you're washed up properly, make sure that you're dressed well, that you're smelling good, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I hate that I'm about to say this, that your breath isn't stinking. <laughs> yes, you don't have the funk breath whenever you're sitting across the, the table from the handsome gentleman or that beautiful lady that you've had your eye on and working yourself up to this day and then you ruin you say, hi. <laughs> oh, it's almost like that bad commercial that they had for Trident Gum back in the <laughs> early 2000s oh, where the person where the person has like the bad breath and the date mm-hmm. threw the piece of gum into the date into the other person's mouth. I remember that one. I'm going to see if I can find that commercial sometime and actually link it to my <laughs> Facebook group page because that was a classic one. It really was. All right, so one for the do not list. I think I think we can go with Hmm. This one's going to be a tough one. Don't portray yourself as someone you're not. Be yourself. There we go. Definitely be yourself whenever you're going on a date. Um, now, granted, in today's um, uh, in today's landscape of dating and with social media, it's easy to portray yourself as someone or something that you're not. And this goes in line with confidence and respect. You have to be confident enough in who you really are to be able to show and bear your your presence to another person. Right. And confidence is one of the most attractive things that you can have about yourself. I mean, you can be gorgeous or handsome and have no confidence, and it can ruin it. Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, your turn. One for the do list. Hmm. Do you be on time? There's that country song, Waiting on a Woman, Ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I know that sometimes it can take a little longer for you to primp, fix your hair, do your makeup, pick out that outfit. But don't make him wait too long because he might not wait on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and guys, you tell him you're going to pick her up at 7. Don't come at 8.30 thinking you're going to go on a date. Prioritize oh. your date. Be on time. Make them, you know, make yourself be there on time. If you have to leave early, you have to get start getting ready earlier than you normally would. Um, be present. 
See, I like that. And that actually leads me to a story because a friend and a listener of the show um, actually told me this story. She um, went on a date actually recently. It was um, it was last Thursday that she went on this date. And the person that she was going on a date with showed up 30 minutes late to the date. Wow. And, you know, still expected to have a proper date and be able to hang out and get to know her. But by that time, my friend was already upset and already established it in her mind that trying to pursue another date with this individual would not work out because it goes under first impressions. Right. And that whole respect category, because if you show up late to the date, it shows that person that you didn't respect them enough to be on time. Exactly, exactly. All right, so one for the do not um, side of the list. What do you have for us? <laughs> Don't be on your phone the whole time during the date. I mean, I understand you may have a, an important email that comes through from work or something, but don't sit there on your phone scrolling through Facebook or Twitter or what have you, whatever social media platform that you are addicted to while you're on your date. Put your phone away. Turn it off if you have to. Leave it in the car. But pay attention to your date, not your phone. See, I like that one, too. I like that one, too. Now, granted, now, ladies and gentlemen, once in a while, it's okay to be on your phone if you're going to take a picture of the date, the location, the individual that you're going to go see. But also remember, at the same time, ask for permission to take a picture of the individual that you're having a date with. Right. Don't sit there, guys, on your phone and uh, act like you're scrolling and take a picture of your date's boobs across the table, okay? That's not perfect i mean at least have the you know the proper respect to ask for permission to take a picture Absolutely. i mean you don't want i mean i me personally i wouldn't want to be on a date taking a huge bite of my food and the next thing i know <laughs> i'm on facebook because that would be extremely weird right all right so <clears throat> one for the do list. And this one I actually thought of. And actually, it, it, it isn't that I just thought of it now. It's more like it's been a lingering thing for me across the board. And that's communication. Yes. Communicate with your date. And this goes prior to the date. This goes during the date, and it goes after the date. You're trying to get to know the person, what they like, what they dislike, dreams, thoughts, you know, just getting to know them as an individual. And communication is just one of those key things that you need just in life overall, but Whenever you're trying to get to know someone, talk to them, converse with them, figure out what it is that you like about this individual. 
you know, that's a great point. You know, the whole game, 20 questions, it may sound juvenile, but it's actually a pretty good tactic. If you don't know much about the person, play 20 questions and, and it'll break the ice. You both will learn something about each other, a lot of things about each other, and you'll know whether you'd like to continue with the date or cut it short or go on multiple dates with this person once you learn things about them. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I also thought of one for the do not list. Now, this is one thing that truly, truly irks me. And I've heard many horror stories about this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are going on a date, if you are the one taking this person out on a date, please be prepared. Do always make sure to check that you have everything. Do not show up to a date with no money. Do not... Sh- <laughs> Because, because this, this is the one thing that really upsets me because you have people that are quick to rush and they'll try to show up purposely with no money to a date. Yep. Ah, sorry, babe. Uh, I forgot my wallet. Uh, you got this? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we see it in movies. We see it on TV shows and plays. Um but I actually, ex- I, I actually experienced this before, and it really wasn't. Oh, it, it was funny, and <clears throat> the way that I experienced it is actually I was out um, at a restaurant eating, and right across from me was a couple that were um, on a date, and the guy pulled the old school trying to look for my wallet move. Mm-hmm. And right on cue, he was like, I am so sorry. I thought I had my wallet. Is there some way you can cover this right now? And I'll just pay, pay you back for it or pay for the next date. And, uh-huh. and like just his body language and everything, he just seemed kind of, what's the word I'm looking for here? Kind of sleazy, honestly. <laughs> I've known those types too. I mean, and the girl, she was sweet. She was sweet, but you could tell that the look that she had is like. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, it was one part, what the hell, and one part, I am extremely disappointed. Mm hmm. Not getting date number two. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. I I hope that was actually their first date. (laughs) Because if it was like their second or third and he pulled that, Mm -hmm. good Lord, at least tell him, you know what, I can't do this anymore. But for some reason in today's society, a lot of people are attracted to um, sleazy individuals. They like that bad boy or, or bad girl image it's they find it attractive because it's i guess it's a challenge or it's it's different than the norm or it's more exciting well i'll tell you what it's not 
a lot of drama, a lot of trouble, and a lot of heartbreak come from it. So make sure you're spending your time on a good person who is going to treat you right, not someone that's going to treat you badly and you find it attractive because, ooh, it's exciting. Exactly. All right, so right on that one, I do have another one for the do not list. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are going on a date with someone and this is the first date, do not try to change the person right on the first date. Or ever. If you really like someone, like them for who they are. Don't try to mold them and change them into what you want them to be. That's not what a relationship is about. When you go into a relationship, you accept that person for who they are. And if they want to change for you, that is their call. That is not your decision to make. Right, right. Because there's a lot of... Because going back to the bad girl, bad boy stereotype, there are those out there who try to go out on dates with these type of individuals thinking... I can change this person for the better. Right. I can I can help this person. I can heal this person. And if you're going into a relationship or even just a first date with this mentality, I hate to say it, but you're setting yourself up for failure. You can't turn a tiger into a pussycat. Exactly. Well, thankfully you went with that one because I... For a minute there, I thought you were going to go with the other one. And many people have probably already heard that analogy, but we will not be discussing mm-hmm. it on here. <laughs> no, that's why I, I went with that one. <laughs> All right. So do you have one for the do list? Compliment your date, but don't be creepy. See, I love that one. So it's like being able to look at someone and, you know, without crossing the line, be like, you know, you look extremely beautiful tonight. Right. As opposed to, oh my God, you are just so hot in that outfit. <laughs> yep. And oh, you smell so good. I could just eat you up. Uh, no, you can sit right over there. <laughs> <laughs> so simple compliments actually make a date go better. You know, just, you know, you look nice. And that can help their confidence as well because, you know, you're both nervous. There's little jitters. So letting your date know that, you know, they look nice or they look really beautiful lets them settle down a little bit. And, yeah, I do. Thank you so much. And, you know, that confidence is there. It restores that. So that way... Exactly. Break the ice a little bit, make them more comfortable with you. But when you go to the extreme of being creepy, it kind of makes them cringe and turn inside out. And it's not productive. (laughs) Okay, so it reminds me of the club scene in Coming to America, where um, (laughs) Eddie Murphy's character and Arsenio Hall's character are in the club meeting women. And some of them were just cringeworthy especially when Arsenio Hall dressed in drag (laughs) said that he would rip both of of Eddie and Arsenio's characters apart in bed so that's one of 
my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> you know they're coming out with a sequel, right? <laughs> I've heard that. It's act, um, the production of it was halted due to um, the outbreak. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully coming this um, next summer, it should be out. I'm so excited. That's going to be so funny. Oh, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm, I'll definitely be going to it. Um, all right. Do you have one for the do not list? Hmm. Ladies, don't order the most expensive thing on the menu and then just pick at it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's just put this overall. Just ladies and gentlemen, do not order the most expensive thing. If you know you're not paying for the date, don't try to go for the most expensive thing on the menu. But also, don't go for the cheapest thing on the menu, too. You know, people people are allowed to enjoy their dates. Right. They're allowed to experiment with food. Okay, not in the, you know, lifestyle idea of experimenting with food. But, you know, enjoy yourself on your date. Right. You know, you don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to gorge yourself. You don't have to buy the most expensive thing on the menu. Or actually, this is one of my favorite things. When you go to a restaurant and you try to sound intelligent by... (laughs) interpreting the foreign language that is on the menu. Right. I would like five escargots <laughs> and and the Dom Periani. <laughs> it, right. I mean, it's one thing to see it in the movies, but to see it in real life, Mm-hmm. It's it's hilarious, but at the same time, you don't want to be that person that wants to try to make themselves more intelligent. Right. Just be yourself. It goes back to just be yourself. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So one one more for the do side and one more for the do not side. Okay. What's your take on kissing on the first date? Pooping on the first date. Kissing. <laughs> oh, kissing. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're cutting out a little that bit. And from... quickly. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize for that one. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. Okay. <laughs> okay, kissing on the first date. All right, so... <laughs> okay. You're you're not gonna let me live this one down, are you? Never. <laughs> I love you. You know that, right? <laughs> I love you too. All right. So kissing on the first date. Yes. Kissing on the first date. Now, honestly, in my opinion, it just depends on the chemistry. On yeah, on the chemistry, on the connection, how well the date went. If you feel 
secure and safe with this person. That, that, that's what I'm going to go for. You know, right. if everything feels right. But there's then, no pressure. Don't be pressured into kissing the person if you're not there. Because one person may be there and the other person might have a totally different aspect of the day and the way it went. Um, but if you, if both parties are into it, sure, go for it. But keep it tasteful and sweet. Don't go all wet and sloppy and try to choke each other with your tongues on the first day. Although some people may be, <clears throat> may be into that. <laughs> True. You know, uh, however things may go, but... You know, just as you said, keep it simple. Keep it, keep it tasteful. I mean, you can easily end a date with a handshake, with a hug. You know, if both sides are comfortable with a kiss. Right. You know, it's you don't have to expect much more than just a simple, you know, goodbye. Right. So that's wrong with a simple goodbye either if the date didn't go well. Exactly. So that leads me to the final do not of this section. Do not go into a date expecting more than just a simple, friendly date. Mm -hmm. Do not go into a date expecting that you're going to hit a home run. Right. Because, and this is what, this is what really bugs me about modern dating at times. Mm -hmm. That most people, especially in the younger generations, expect if you take someone out, you're going to get a little bit of action afterwards. Right. And that's not the case. Not always. I mean, there are people who will agree to that before. Beforehand, if the date goes well, I mean, I'm sure there are dating sites and and people who are looking for that one thing. But most of the time, when you go on an official date with someone, it's because you're both looking for a relationship, not necessarily a roll in the hay. You know, I thought I was old school using the term "roll in the hay." <laughs> you're not the only one. It's that good old-fashioned Southern charm. Yes, sir. All right, so we covered some do's and do-nots for dating. Now, with modern times, and this is going to be a tricky one, how would you bring some of the traditional aesthetics of dating into modern times, especially in terms of, like, social distancing and the outbreak where can we go with creativity in terms of dating well um bring a single rose you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on a a huge bouquet to bring your date but there's so much romance in a single rose Um, that is true just a single red rose 
or if you already know their favorite flower, bring that flower. Um, and even with social distancing, you know, we're all having to wear our masks and not really advised with holding hands and handshaking things of that nature with the, the spread of the virus. But remember whenever I mentioned my husband placed his hand on the small of my back to yes. look around? That's very traditional, very respectful, and it shows your date that small level of intimacy and in respect at the same time. Not placing your hand on a butt or their butt, but just a gentle hand at the small of the back. Now, <clears throat> I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I think we can add on one more to the do not list. Uh, <laughs> no groping. <laughs> yeah, no, no continuous groping, no attempt, no attempts to grope. You know, if your date so happens to like being touched intimately, try not to do it in public. Right. You know, especially on a first date. Right. You know, maybe down the road fifth, sixth date after getting to know them a little bit more and being a little more comfortable. But on the first date, definitely do not try to up and, you know, be touchy-feely with your date. Right, because that can be a huge turnoff. Huge. And it shows your partner, too, or your date that, for one you don't respect them. It goes all the way back to respect. I know guys and girls alike who value respect over love, believe it or not. Right. So, because when you respect someone or when you love someone, there is a level of respect in that too because if you love someone, you're not going to maliciously hurt them. That goes back to respect. See, I fully agree with that. I really do. All right. So <clears throat> a while back in season one, I mentioned the idea of virtual dating. Not in the sense of being on Match.com or any dating sites, but actually use, using like Facebook Watch, um, using Zoom, um, the different um, web apps that you can use just to um, communicate with someone. I've never done that. So a while back, I mentioned like um, Zoom parties, you know, different theme parties that you can do with people all across mm -hmm. the world. Um, just be able to communicate with them through computer. There's a way to do that with a date as well. You pretty much both of you make yourselves very nice dinner, sit down in front of the computer and just communicate like you're on an actual date. Very true. And then if the date doesn't go well, guess what? You can block their number. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is, that is very true as well. That is very true as well. Um, all right. So what are some examples of dates that you personally like to go on? I'm a simple country woman. I love picnics. Um, there's this park in North Carolina that I like to go to. It's called Mara Mountain. You can 
take a picnic up there. The air is crisp and clean. You can look over the lake and just have a perfect romantic picnic. I love things like that. Um, Carolina Forest is mentioned in my book. There's a dock at Carolina Forest, a floating dock. It's actually where my husband proposed. You can take a picnic and sit on this floating dock. And as the boats go by or waves come in, the the dock goes up and down with the waves. And you just sit in there. There's benches or you can just put a blanket out on the boards and have a picnic. It's so romantic. It's quiet. You have nothing but the chirping of the birds, the sloshing of the water against the dock. And it's fabulous. See, I like that. Yeah. I like that. And just the idea of having a picnic for a first date, it's one, it's an idea that's been lost for so long. You don't have to go out to a fancy meal. You can pack peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, for instance, or make a, a salad and pack burgers or something. Um, a lot of parks will have grills available and you can pack your own stuff in a cooler and take it and cook it right there and have fun doing it together um, and just enjoy the moment with just you two. See, that is absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. That really is. I like simplicity. I like, I like putting on the Ritz too, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I love simplicity. So I guess the lesson on this one is for those who feel that they have to try to impress someone with money and being flashy, you get more with simplicity than you do with trying to show off. Absolutely. Now, granted, there are some people that may be a little materialistic, but... Yeah get a feel for the person you're taking out on a date. If you know they're that materialistic person or would snub their nose at a picnic, that might not be the right choice. But don't take them to the drive-thru at McDonald's either and say, hey, baby, I'm supersizing you for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, but that also <laughs> can be taken another way, too. Yes. Wow. It, it just sounds bad. I've had that happen. I've had that happen. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, okay. You got. You have to tell us about this. You have to tell us. Okay. So, um, it was before my husband, of course. Um, let's see. I was in Colorado, and I went out with a guy. He picked me up from my dorm, of course, because I was a young airman still living in the dorms. And we're in his truck, and he pulls through the drive-thru, and um, he says, so what do you want? I looked at him, I said, um, what? He said, what do you want? Um, are you serious? He said, yeah. He said, you want a cheeseburger? You want some chicken nuggets? What do you want? So I told him what I wanted. He said, <laughs> straight in a serious tone you know just for you since it's our first date I'm 
going to supersize you and winked at me. <laughs> he used the wink as well. Okay, so, you know, <laughs> how, how can I put this? You know, if a person doesn't have too much money, just a small gesture for a date is good. But right. if you have to go as far as saying, get whatever you want on the dollar menu, and I'm going to supersize <laughs> that, baby, and wink. I don't know if that is cringy or just pure hilarity. He was a quite a, a jokester too, so um, <laughs> I think he did it for the hilarity of it. But um, but yeah, that was <laughs> that was a weird first date. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, I've heard of worse first dates. Oh yeah, I've had some cringe-worthy ones. Um, I went out with a guy in North Carolina once I'd gotten out of the military. And the whole time, like, goes back to compliment your date, but don't be creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was super creepy. Um, he kept reaching across the table, trying to hold my hand and stroke my arm. Oh, your skin is so soft. You have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. Your hair is so silky. Can I touch it? Just really, really weird and really creepy. Um, I couldn't get away from him fast enough. I was ready to leave before our, our course got there. It was <coughs> really, really creepy. So, wow. I'm sorry. This almost sounds like Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo <laughs> Bill. Let's it puts the lotion in, his, in the basket. <laughs> It, it it sounds like that. It sounds like it sounds it sounds like he was feeling your skin to turn you into furniture, like Ed Gaines. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was it was really really creepy. And then um, he stalked me for a while. So it it went even beyond that. Don't stalk your date. If it ends up being a bad date, leave him alone. Um, don't stalk them. Very good point. Very good point. All right. So I do have one question. Mm -hmm. And this one is more for like really deep thoughts. And this actually happened. Um, there was a story about this a couple of years ago. Um, it was it was a Facebook post, and and this one is kind of odd. If you go into a first date, is it a turn on or a turn off? If you are already talking about pursuing the relationship further, is a turn off. Because the first date, you're just getting to know one another. Um, to solidify a relationship on a first date is a little creepy. Um, but if at the end of the date, you ask your date, 
so when can I see you again? That's not being creepy or solidifying you sort of relationship. That's that's just, you know, I think the date went really well. I like you and I would like to see you again. When can I see you again? If the other person says, Well, what about next weekend? What are you doing next weekend? Or or no, I'm I'm not feeling the same thing. I'm sorry. It was really nice to meet you, but I didn't have I didn't feel the same chemistry you did. But don't don't ask your date to marry them on the first date. All right. So <laughs> the reason why I brought this up, um, dealing with another friend of mine, mm-hmm. and and we're gonna call my friend um, Simple Alley. Now, this is not relation to Baby Alley, who is part of the geeking around the table um, panel that we do monthly. Mm-hmm. But this is another friend of mine. Um, she went on a first date. Like, she was talking to this person for a couple of weeks online. They met through a dating site. Mm-hmm. And just simplistic conversation. So they go on their first date. And before they could actually sit down, he asked the question, so what are we right now? Wow. So she played it off quite a bit. She played it off. The date went decent. Mm -hmm. And he... She didn't hear too much of that afterwards. Well, they went on a second date. And they went out to eat. They went out for dessert. Mm -hmm. And they went back to his place to watch movies. And once more, the question popped up again. What are we? And from what she described this individual and... I got to see a picture of them. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, pretty interesting. Like, he's already trying to spend a lot of money on her. He's trying to establish that they're a, an item. And it's only been two dates. So that's why I'm asking the question. Is it a turn on or turn off? Uh, during the first date, if you're trying to establish what the relationship is. Yeah, that's a turnoff. That's a lot of pressure for a first date. Um, A lot of times, you don't know where the relationship's going even after the first month of going on a few dates together. Um, It's still a lot of pressure. There's no rush, but there's also no time limit on love. Look at a long time ago with traditional dating. My grandparents knew each other a total of 30 days before they were married. Nice. My grandparents knew each other 30 days before they were married. And had, they were together until my grandmother died. Um, And he still loved her until the day he died. Years and years and years later. She passed of cancer, but you don't, I mean, I guess you could say that there are romances like that 
to this day, you know, because there is no time frame on love, but don't put that pressure on a first date. That's a bit much. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the time with your date, but don't put any pressure on it. Don't try to put a title on it. Don't try to put a ring on it the first date. Um, just enjoy the time you have together and see where it goes. Those are definitely beautiful words of wisdom. So thank you for that. It's definitely appreciated. You're very welcome. And for my friend, Simple Allie, all I have to say is, if he's still trying to put a label on the relationship when there is not an established relationship, run as yeah. fast as you can. Mm-hmm. So, Lara, thank you once again for joining us on the Digital Airwaves. My pleasure. It is greatly appreciated. It's always fun to have you on the show. I enjoy it. I really do. I appreciate you having me on. I'm definitely going to try to have you on more, especially whenever your other books come out. Sounds good. And... Also, just as a reminder to everyone, the pre-sale for Chosen, book one of the Chosen Saga, is out now on iBooks. There is a link on the Facebook group page for Cheshire's Place, A Looking Glass into Logical Madness. Also, you can go on www.larathomas.com to get more information about the pre-sale. And on August 29th, the book will be out on hard copy and paperback. So, thank you once again, Lara. It's greatly appreciated. Um, definitely keep us posted on any updates for the book. I sure will. And you only have it right now on e on iBooks right now, correct? That's correct. But I am diligently working with my publisher to get it out on other sources and other outlets as well. Sounds good. And by any chance, are you going to be doing the book as an audible book? As a matter of fact, I am. Um, would you be interested in doing my voiceover, being my voice actor? Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would love to. That would be amazing. I'll have to set you up with my publisher, and um, we'll, we'll make it happen. Sounds perfect to me. Get so, you a sample and see how you do. <laughs> who knows? Maybe it may work out, and I'll have a new career as a voice actor. I think you've got a good shot at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for thinking about me for that, um, for this special assignment. You're very welcome. I couldn't think of anyone else. <laughs> Your voice is just amazing. I love it. It's so relaxing, so calming, just so melodious. Well, I am the, definitely the melodious one. <laughs> All right, Laura, thank you very much, and have a wonderful night. You too, and I'm looking forward to our next podcast. Sounds good. All right. Thank you once again to my dear friend, Lara Thomas, for hopping on the digital airwaves with me and 
willingly <laughs> discussing dating and relationships. Now, quite honestly, there is no absolute formula whenever it comes to a first date. Mainly because there's a lot of what-if factors. What if it goes well? What if it doesn't? What if I'm underdressed? What if I'm overdressed? You know, will there be a connection? Quite frankly, this is relating to all aspects of relationships. Because there's always going to be what-ifs. But hopefully, we gave some information that all listeners can relate to. But just remember, dating is an adventure. An adventure that starts off with the first impression, the first interaction, the first look, and just the feeling of going out there and trying something new. This has been Cheshire's Place, a looking glass into logical madness. As always, I am Mr. Cheshire, and just like the Cheshire Cat, I am everywhere, yet nowhere. Have a good night, everyone. Sleep tight. And if you cannot sleep, think about the voice of this melodious cat. Good night, everyone. And we'll see you next week for our interview relating to BDSM and dating, where I will have a special guest to discuss the differences of BDSM and also how it applies to today's modern aesthetics in terms of dating. Sleep tight. Mm -hmm.